Welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefferny Early and today is Sports Saturday and we're looking at sport from all over the county for the next half hour or so. Today's partner is James McDowell and he's a personal trainer that specialises in helping women look and feel better so they become strong, sexy and confident. I'll chat to the three girls who make up Flo Bio in their attempts to swim the Shannon. And they're two days into their adventure when I caught up with them at Drumshambo yesterday evening. They had swam as far as Acres Lake from Dara, clearing Loch Allen inside the first two days. A huge achievement. And they will head on towards Carrick and Shannon today, stopping in Leitrim Village on the way. Of course, the three girls I speak about are Tony McLean, Eileen Maxwell and her daughter, Heather Maxwell. And we'll be chatting to them in just a couple of minutes. Also this morning, Born and Av Duathlon takes place in Clune and I caught up with the event chairman, Mark Solon, to tell us a little bit more about that. While Kieran Sheridan will fill us in on everything that's happening for Glencar Manor's 50th birthday. We had hoped to have him on the show yesterday, but unfortunately a technical problem with the recording meant that we had to re-record. But he will join us this morning to tell us all about what's happening over the rest of the weekend. After their victory last night in the second round of the Senior Football Championship effectively puts them into the quarterfinals at this early stage of the season. It's the first round of games in Ladies Football Championship action this weekend and I'll catch up with the St. Francis manager Paul Martin about his side's chances of success having been promoted from the intermediate grade last season. And I'll also be speaking to Leah Fox who will line out for Glencar Manor tomorrow in their championship opener but this afternoon will be in Sligo playing for Sligo Rovers under 17 women while they play Cork City in the elite stage of that under 17 competition. We'll also take a look at all the GA fixtures so far and we'll be catching up with Connor Dolan of Glencar Manor from their victory last night and Joseph Flynn of St Mary's who also picked up a win in the Senior Football Championship this week. Anyways, on with the show. Ladies, it's uh, end of day two. You're here in Drumshambo. You've reached Acres Lake. How do you feel? Mighty. Mighty. Great. Uh, it's great to get second day over and get across Loch Allen. Wasn't as bad as what we had anticipated. But all was good. We had a few hissy fits and mm. arguments in the middle of the lake. Just as well we were out there and nobody could hear us. There was a few choice words used. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday seemed rather tough. Uh, it was more trekking through the river than swimming. How did it feel to be out in the open lake today compared to yesterday? It was absolutely gorgeous and the water this morning was absolutely flat calm. It was like glass, it was like a mirror and uh, the sun shining and, and everything. It was absolutely beautiful. It was just lovely. Yeah. Heather, you're way ahead of schedule. You're half a day ahead of where you thought you'd be after two days. How are things going for you? Good, yeah. I mean, Dower was t- the toughest part of it. But once we got swimming, which is what we were training for, rather than trekking through Dower, it was grand. We flew through it. There was lots of stones and branches and trees and swimming five yards and climbing, crawling, trekking 20 yards. It was tough. Yeah, yeah. So when I was on some of my adventures, I found that the generosity and support I met from complete strangers that I mightn't have necessarily known before I bumped into them on the on the route. Have you had any of those kind of really nice encounters with people so far? We had. We had Niall McManus here from Lock Allen Hotel. He gave us a shout today to come on in for the breakfast and we're here for the breakfast and we're back here again this evening for use of all the facilities here in the beautiful Lock Allen Hotel on the banks of Lock Allen. So a big thank you for Niall for his help and Joe, Claire for kayaking us across Lock Allen. So a big thanks to them two and men. David Price. 
for coming across Loch Allen with us as well in his fishing boat. Yeah. yeah. Big shout to the pair of boys. So people will be listening to this on Saturday. So if they want to get out and cheer you along on the banks of the river or the canal, where can they expect to see it? What's the ballpark times? Where are we Saturday? Leitrim Village, tomorrow. Carrick. Tomorrow's tomorrow. Saturday. Oh, tomorrow's Saturday, right. We'll be in, um, going through Leitrim Village and going into Carrick. Yeah. Any ballpark times people can keep an eye out? We're leaving Acres Lake at 7 o'clock. 7, yeah. yeah. And then... Whenever it takes is what it takes. Leads from a some stage. Yeah, we have to stop for food and <laughs> a fight and all those things. <laughs> so we, Coral put it up where we'll when roughly when we'll be in Leitrim, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So yeah. people keep an eye maybe on Instagram. I'm getting a nod from Cora in the distance here. Yeah. Girls, well done today. Great to see you up and swimming and the best luck for the rest of the, of the trip. We will keep an eye on you and Lovely. keep checking in with you as you go along. That's Lovely. great. Thank you. Thank you. In Gaelic football, the Senior Football Championship continues this weekend and already we've had two games of this round completed. On Thursday night in Clune, the second round of the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship took place, uh, at least the first game, and St Mary's Kiltard had an 11-point victory over Ochnashiel, 19 points to 8. It was quite a tense and tight game until a black card from Barry McQueenie, about 15-20 minutes from the end, saw St Mary's put a gloss on the scoreline uh, in what was a disappointing game, I think, for both sides with some very poor shooting on both ends. I caught up with St Mary's manager, Joe Flynn, after the game. Joe, fairly straightforward victory tonight against Ockham Uh You could, well, it, on the scoreboard it definitely looks straightforward. In the first half we were probably making hard work for, of it for ourselves. Um, kicked a lot of wides in the second half. Then we settled a bit. We knocked over a few nice scores and uh, we suppose, yeah, we ran out with a, with a bit, bit to spare in the end. In terms of the makeup of the team, there's a lot of lads that would have been playing minor football last year. It's a very young side. How are those young lads integrating with the rest of the squad? It's a bit of a balancing act, really. Um, we have a nice blend there between the likes of Jonathan Cassidy, Robbie, Bod, who are the older uh, contingent, and then with even with uh, Mark Diffley and Jack, who are still under 20. I think we had eight on the under-20 uh, county team this year, so it is a balancing act, but I think they're coming together well. We blooded a lot of them tr- uh, through the league. They're getting their chance at senior football now. Obviously, you've played Alan Gales and Ockham and two teams that have struggled in Division 1 of the league this year. Ballinamore haven't. You play them next. What are your expectations going into that game? In the league, it was a ding-dong battle. Um, we just pipped them in injury time to win it by a point. I don't see it been any different this day. They're going excellently in the championship they've racked up a huge score against from a hair they're second favorites i think for the championship so it's going to be a, a cracker i suppose we're getting down to placings and groups with this so who wants to finish top that's what it's all about i think for between ourselves um sean o'hessons and ahuelan last night also in clune glen car manor ran out very comfortable winners over a very disappointing gort letra side 321 to five points there's not really much to say about this game, but it took Gortletra nearly 20 minutes to open their account. Mind you, a good save from the Glencairn Manor Hamilton goalkeeper kept them in the game in the first couple of minutes, but really there was only ever going to be one winner in this match. I did catch up with the captain of Glencairn Manor afterwards, Connor Dolan, and here's what he had to say about the game. Connor, you don't really learn much from encounters like that. Fairly facile victory in the end. Yeah, I suppose so. When you were coming in, I suppose that it was going to be a tough game, but... I suppose in comparison to the last few games against uh, Gortletra, the, the margin was a bit more. They haven't really got going yet this year, but I still wouldn't write them off coming back in. They're always a tough team to play um, come championship. And I suppose um, you know we had a good win last week, but I suppose we were disappointed with the, 
performance overall at, at stages of the game. So I suppose we're really happy tonight um, to get the performance like that. Two games so far, you haven't really been tested yet. Does that worry you, or are you reasonably happy with where you are? I think we're reasonably happy with where we are. Look at if you coming into a championship, you say you have two wins after the first two games, you're going to be uh, happy enough, I suppose. So, but you know, we're under no illusions. Next week against uh, Mohol, it's going to be a huge, huge game. I suppose they're the the favourites probably to, to win the championship again this year and uh, they were very impressive last week against our neighbours Melvin Gales and I suppose we'll get back to the drawing board on Tuesday and you know look forward to playing them next Saturday night. The game itself this evening, how did you feel it went? I suppose uh, one thing that was really good for us I suppose was we came out of the blocks early, got a five or six points straight away which you know we haven't I suppose done in a lot of the games lately. Um, we drove on really well I thought to be honest uh, in the first half, pushed out a real good margin with the wind with us. And um, second half, as always, I said, Gort Letcher always dogged. They came back well at the start of the second half, but felt we, you know, kept grips with them fairly well at that at their purple patch. And we drove on again towards the end. I suppose we have to be very happy coming out of here with the score today. You kept them scoreless for the first 17 or 18 minutes of the game, which kind of at that stage of the game was nearly already over. You're keeping them at a really good save at about three or four points up. That if Gordletra had scored, it might have been a different outcome, or it might have at least been a bit tighter. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. Um, I think our backs deserve huge credit early on. The pressure they're putting on the Gordletra forwards, you know, I think they had two or three points at half time, and you know they really had to work hard for them. I know they were against the win, but our, our defender is really good. And as you said, though, a goal like, like that goes in early on, and it's a completely different game. But uh, no, really happy with the performance. I suppose just want to forget about it now and, and get on to to Mohol next weekend. Anything you can work on ahead of that game? Uh, there's always stuff you can work on. We've, we've loads to work on. We're, we're far from the finished article yet. You know, um, Lots of work to do on different aspects of our game, I suppose. This is only two games in, I suppose, as you said. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in a good week's work and, and hopefully um, we'll be able to, to put it up to Mohol next weekend. There are four games down for decision in the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship this evening. Park Sean McDiarmada hosts two of those with Alan Gales and Drummer Hare throwing in at 5.30 while Sean O'Heslins and Ahawillan will be the tie of the round I feel at 7 o'clock this evening in Avoncard Park Sean McDermott in Carrick and Shannon Drum Shambo will see Drum Riley and Melvin Gales lock horns while Mohol and Phoenix and Collins go head to head in Clune both those games at 7pm in the Smith Monumentals Intermediate Football Championship we have four games this evening Starting in Ballinamore with a double header, Drum Kieran and Carrie Gallen will first up at 5.30, while at 7, Leitrim Gales play Anna Duff. Now, they've played recently in the league, and we'll be interested to see if the same result stands this time round. Bornacula and Eslin, they play in Clune at 5.30, while Ahavas and Glenfarn Kilty play in Drum Shambo, also at 5.30. The last games in that competition, there's two games down for decision tomorrow. One at 12 in Carrigal, and let's see Clune play Sean O'Hesland's second side, while at 5 o'clock, Kiltobert and Balnaglera go head-to-head in Avoncard Park, Sean McDiarmida. Tomorrow, Sunday the 4th of August, at 12 noon in Drumkieran, Glencar Manor Hamilton host Mohol. Both sides struggled in Division 2 of the league this year, and it will be interesting to see how they get on against each other in the Junior Football Championship. Throw in at 12 tomorrow, Sunday. And there is one game in the Vistamed Junior B Football Championship. Ahavas and St Mary's go head-to-head at 12 o'clock in Fina St Callians.
Glencar Manor have a big weekend, and I'm not just talking about on the sporting field. It's 50 years since the incorporation of the club, and I'm joined by their chairman, Kieran Sheridan, to talk about everything that's happening in Manor Hamilton this weekend to celebrate the, the anniversary. Kieran, welcome to the show. Thank you, Breffany. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and I suppose to advise listeners of what's going on. I suppose at the outset, we held, held the club camp all week. That ran Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was attended by uh, enormous numbers. It's for our youth academy, which covers from four to 11-year-olds. Now, last night we had, uh, in McKenna's, we had um, a photograph exhibition it's the um it was attended by Laurie Maher uh, some of the Leeds players were down and some of our club players um uh, visited so they actually opened the exhibition uh, that is the GA Fields GA photo exhibition it's in McKenna's in Main Street so that'll be open for I think it's actually open all weekend and maybe next week as well uh, from this morning, Breffney, we have our uh, golf classic. It's our annual golf classic. It's on in Black Lion Golf Club this morning. Um, this afternoon, I suppose the showcase event is the launch of our book. It's the Glen Car Manor Hamilton GEA story. It's covering our history uh, since 1969. And I believe there's a history of all the par- surrounding parishes pre-1969 and their story and how Glencar Manor Hamilton, I suppose, came to fruition or how it was born. Um, that book has been launched by Tommy Morn uh, tonight, so that's in the Glen Centre, uh, so we're all looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow we have Mass in the morning for deceased members, and then we're just rolling out to our new facility in Bugon. We're actually opening the pitch out there, it's a new development that we have. So we're formally open that tomorrow. It's just, it promises to be a fun day. It's starting off with kids' events. There's a hurling match. Um, there's a Golden Oldies game. And there's a presentation for a junior winning team in 1969. Moving then from Bugon, we're moving into the town. Um, we have free music on the street uh, by Paul Kelly, Paul of country and western fame and ocean fame he's playing from five to seven and that will be followed by uh, a dj dj gaza now just to reiterate it's all a free weekend it's a celebration it's uh, community focused family focused so everybody from far and near are welcome it's not necessarily uh, manor hamilton or Glencare manor hamilton people all north Leeds people are um, invited because it will be a fun event so it will Obviously, there is some football being played this weekend as well. You won't know the score at this stage because they were talking on Friday afternoon, but you're playing Gortletra in the Senior Football Championship last night as people are listening to this in Clune. How are things shaping up for the Football Championship this year? Albeit Um, in the vacuum of not knowing how the game went last night. In the vacuum, hopefully things are shaping up well up until... Uh, the Gortletra game things have been going well um, good performance against FINA last week um, momentum is building well um, look we're, we, we won't be favourites but um, in for a championship um, but we're, look we're, we're there thereabouts I, I, I don't think any team will fancy playing this um, no momentum everything in, injury free everybody's back training is going well uh, and as I say momentum is building so looking forward looking forward to a long year hopefully fingers crossed Refney. so hopefully everything goes well on that front and then on the football front we're going, going on to the Golden Oldies we're playing our old rivals Melvin Gales on Sunday as part of the Golden Oldies so we're looking forward to renewing um, 
rivalry there. I was going to say, I was going to say another word, but we, we, we look forward to engaging with look friend and foe and maybe have a pint and a bit of crack afterwards, people, you know? Of course, for people coming to that game, it is to remember that it's the 1999 vintage of both clubs. And Melvin Gales were the senior champions in 98, if memory serves, and you won it in 99. So a lot of serious talent from maybe a couple of decades ago. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Phenomenal talent. Like uh, I suppose it was a it was a great era for North Leeds from in, in a totality that you know two clubs brought senior championships um, uh, this side of the county. Um, I suppose the purpose of of Sundays or tomorrow is to open the pitch, but also I suppose to put some of the you know bare room arguments to to put them to bed for once and all because you know people are claiming the 98 team by the 98-99 team who was the best so we hope to we hope to be sitting um celebrating the manor hamilton win on sunday on, on last night and on sunday evening come monday morning so we're roughly um, but look it's it's done it's, it's done in jest and it's done in good form and it's done it's it's a bit of crack so it is so it'll be it'll be it'll be good before i let you go kieran i have to ask you about the actual facility itself how much of a of an advantage is that to Glencar Manor going forward in terms of facilitating extra games or extra trainings uh, just out there outside the town? It's it's so so important, and it's only phase one that we're open now. Phase two is our dressing rooms, and that's they are part completed. Um, we have a facility in the B Park. Um, we've a lease on that, um, so we've used now two pitches full time. But we are um, unique club, I suppose. We have adult male, adult female. We've all the underage, and we also have a hurling club. And what I mean by the, the females, some clubs, yes, have lady footballers, but they're a separate entity. The ladies in Glencar Manor are part of Glencar Manor Hamilton GEA club. So, look, if you look at our GEA side of things, when you take in the schools and the secondary school, there are actually 25 teams using our facilities. So that's a phenomenon. And to, to, to use have 25 teams using one pitch is unsustainable. Even 25 teams using two pitches is unsustainable. Now, we have plans for the development of a further pitch down the road. But look, um, that's down the road. And I suppose that's an aspiration. And it's a goal and target that we have to set ourselves. But um, look, it's, 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 it's a massive investment in the area. Um, we have got support from LEADER. Um, we have an application in the sports capital. These grants are absolutely vital. Now, also saying that, we do need the support of the community. We've had phenomenal support in the past. Every fundraising initiative we've we've ran, the community have come absolutely on board. We're lucky to fantastic sponsors. Um, it's, 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 it's a good news story. It's positive. It's great to see, you know, state-of-the-art facilities going into Bogan that we're very, very, very proud of. It was, I suppose, when you go back, it took great vision by the people who made a decision a long, long time ago. I'd say maybe maybe 10, 15 years ago, I haven't got the exact date. They've had the vision to purchase the land, purchase the grounds out the road, and just, I suppose, start us on this journey because it really was an investment in the future and their legacy will be great as regards that their legacy will be good their legacy will be a state-of-the-art facility out the road yeah, so it's, it will it, it's great to see such developments happening uh, across a load of clubs in the county but uh, i see drum kieran open their new stand as well the other day so kieran thank you very much for joining us this morning and the very best of luck for the weekend and i'm not sure who to be cheering for in terms of the golden oldies but i know it's going to be a cracking game 
absolutely hopefully I'm sure if you bring a pair of togs down Brefnish will put you in a blue kit or something if, if, if Melvin Gales are you know they get you know maybe a shock on the field or anything they could always do it a leads from Gales man or whatever helping them out <laughs> uh, yeah so <laughs> I noticed you offered me to Melvin Gales and not to Manor Hamilton but we won't talk about that uh, but listen I don't think I'd be an asset to either team at, the, at this current state of fitness but listen thank you very much for joining us this morning not at all you're welcome Brefney Today's partner is James McDowell and he's a personal trainer that specialises in helping women look and feel better so they become strong, sexy and confident. He does this through his personal training programmes. You can find more information at www.jamesmcdowell.ie or by searching for James McDowell on Facebook and Instagram. Now you would have heard on Thursday we spoke about a promotion that we're doing and it really kicks off today. And we want to give you the opportunity to get yourself in perfect shape. And James and Train and Gain, where he is based in Cortubber in Carrick and Shannon, have offered a fantastic prize. And that is 12 weeks of free gym membership and two personal training sessions with James every single week for those 12 weeks. That's a total of 24 sessions with James in Train and Gain in Cortubber. And all you have to do is go to our website www.leitrimdaily.com click on the prizes section and you will see the competition there put your details in and fill out the reason as to why you would like to win it and we will be in touch with you and one person will win this in 10 days time on Saturday morning in Clune Bohorn and Ave duathlon and 5k takes place and i'm joined by mark solon who's going to tell us a little bit more about it mark welcome to the show thank you brefney how are you i'm great you must be very excited about this event we are indeed yeah we are all prepared we're getting set up today and uh, we will be ready to rock and roll tomorrow morning 8 a.m sharp we'll be there ready to open registration for hopefully all of the uh the people that decide to turn up and do the event what exactly is happening? I know there's a duathlon and I know there's a 5k, but there's a kids race as well. So maybe run through the program of events for us, if you don't mind. Yeah. So the, the main attraction is what we call an adventure duathlon. So it's not your standard duathlon. It starts with a two and a half K run round the Born and Ave trail. Then we're back into the village where you hop on your bike and you cycle for 20 kilometers around the quiet roads around uh, Clune, Gorva, Mohol them back in the Mohol Road and then we have a five kilometre trail run which includes all the obstacles uh, and there's a few little surprises in there for for entrance there is also a one kilometre kayak about halfway through that 5k uh, run and the last obstacle or the last uh, uh, yeah the last obstacle for competitors is a 35 to 40 metre water slide down the side of a hill which goes down very well, with in particular with the uh, the junior, the under-16 race. So that's the main race. Uh, the under-16 race is just the 5K with the with the obstacles and with the slide and the kayaking. And then we have, this year, we've included a 5K trail run, which is the first, uh, the first event off. And that was based on feedback, people that weren't necessarily confident in being able to compete the, the three legs of the main race they were looking to uh, do something a little bit less strenuous so this year we're we're rolling out the 5k trail run which doesn't include the kayaking and the obstacles are all optional so you don't have to 
throw your leg over a over a six foot over a six foot hurdle, for example. So making it a little bit easier for you, but you have the choice. And in terms of numbers, what what have you had in previous years, and what are you expecting for this year? Yeah, so the, we we don't know about five k trail run. We could have anything from twenty to two hundred, depends, I suppose, on the weather and uh, people that decide to turn up. It really will be an on the morning thing. Um, but the under sixteen race, you know, we've we've had consistently anything from fifty to seventy five every year since we've rolled it out. Um, this is the seventh year of the event, and the main race that's been grown every year. Uh, first year i think we had 25 did it it was uh, back in 20 2013 where it was the uh, the homecoming year and last year we had just over 105 and we'd expect to probably have 120 this year in terms of the actual route uh born and nave that is a, a defined route right yeah it, born and nave is a trail that has always existed but it was re redeveloped or reclaimed um again there's a committee there's a homecoming committee in village and they've basically been working away over the last, basically last eight to nine years, uh, fundraising, getting uh, government uh, funding to re, basically rebuild the old paths and the old roads that used to be there. It's basically reclaimed bogland, uh, and now I mean you wouldn't know it now. I mean it's it's absolutely fantastic. It's a little hidden treasure in in the village, and there are there are, you basically can go running or walking, bring your dog, bring your bike whatever it is you're interested in um, and you can pretty much go down there for an hour an hour and a half and get lost um, it is really really spectacular and uh, we'd highly recommend people come and see it even obviously for the race on Saturday but even outside of the race it's a fantastic amenity in the area and uh, the fundraising in the last 12 months has led to the inclusion of obstacles on the course so you've got um, basically monkey bars balance beams uh, tunnels there's also equestrian path for horses, so the, the horse lovers out there, they've, uh, they've developed, I think it's a 5K or 7K uh, loop for um, for horses. So, And that's all on the same area where the event will be taking place Saturday. So it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic spot. Well, an idea for next year, there is a race in Wales where men race horses. So maybe that can be the <laughs> advancement for next year. Mark, thank, heard of it, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us and telling us all about the Born and Nave at Duathlon yeah, and 5k tomorrow the very best of luck I hold, hope the weather holds out and it promises to be a fantastic day for everybody over in Clune tomorrow morning thank you last week was the turn of the boys with the launch of the senior football championships and this week the girls get in on the action there are a number of games this weekend all Sunday morning in the senior intermediate and junior ladies football championships across the county and I'm joined by Paul Martin of St. Francis Ladies to talk and preview some of the games. Paul, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bradley. Uh, it's good to be here and best of luck with the, 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 the new venture. Thank you very much. It's great to have women's football at club level because it's it's quite vibrant at the moment. A lot of really good work being put in at the coalface of ladies football in the county. And you're obviously involved with St. Francis. Division 2 league champions this year. So running into the senior championship with a bit of form, but you're set to face Kiltrub with your local rivals here. Uh, as we're sitting here in Drumshambo, at least uh, some of the girls in Dowra and Ballinaglera might quite have that local rivalry. It's a big challenge ahead of you on Sunday morning. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, a neighbouring parish, a neighbouring club, obviously. As regards the rivalry, I really don't know if that's the right word because they've always kind of been a grade or two ahead of St. Francis. This is the first time we've been in senior championship for a while, so it's a massive step up. Um, we played Division 2 in the league and obviously came out with that. So 
we are going in the right direction. We're stepping up to Division 1 next year, which is where we feel we need to be, is where we want to be. And Senior Championship, you know, it's our, it's our first year, as I said, there in a while. It, it doesn't get much tougher. You're playing Kiltobert, then you have to play St. Joseph's. But listen, that's where we want to be. We want to improve. We, we want to see if we're good enough to be there, first of all. And, you know, at this stage, it's it's what will be, will be, like the, the, the work is done. So... We'll just have to, we're looking for a big performance on Sunday and hoping for the best. Obviously, six teams in the senior grade. You're in a group with Kiltubbard and, sorry, I shouldn't be laughing, but <laughs> Kiltubbard and St. Joseph's, the two probably kingpins of the last couple of years for the upcoming intermediate champions. You couldn't really have had a, a worse draw. Absolutely not. Um, the draw was made quite some time ago. It's a real baptism of fire. But, like, you know, there's no point feeling sorry for ourselves. You, you know, you have to play these girls. These are the teams you want to play. Like, And I, I do believe, no matter how it goes, we will improve and we'll be a better team for, for it. We have a lot of young girls coming through. An awful lot of girls never played senior championship before. An awful lot of girls never played championship before this year. So we are a team that's trying to push on. Um, a lot of young girls, as I say, coming through. So it's it's at the end of the day, no matter how it goes, it's where we want to be is in the senior championship. Tell us a little bit about the, the journey that the club have been on over the last couple of years because as you mentioned a lot of young girls coming through just coming through out of the, the underage ranks and you've made your way up through the different levels intermediate champions last year league division two champions this year there's a nice momentum to the club yeah absolutely yeah there's great people involved behind the club obviously the girls take the pitch and we're on the sideline but it's a club that's you know people want to be involved in you know you have Anne Flood and Bernie Lynch and Sinead Dolan and people there like that and they would do absolutely anything for any of the girls. Um, we have a lot of employers that are really um, helpful with letting girls off either to train or to games. And we're obviously very appreciative for that. And without that, we, we probably wouldn't be progressing the way we're progressing. But yeah, a little bit about the club. This is my second year as manager of St. Francis Ladies. Uh, we won the Intermediate Championship last year uh, after losing the Division Two final to Tura. Um deservedly losing it uh, I must say and the, the the championship final against Mohan and Ballinamore was probably one of the best games I've of ladies football I've ever seen uh, because we really had to dig deep to, to win that but you know you know finals are for winning and we won one and we lost one and thankfully we got out of division two this year so if we could stay in senior championship this year coming and leave the team in division one for next year it'd be you know we'd, we'd view that as massive progress Explain to people just where exactly, in terms of geography, St. Francis is, because they might not have heard of the name before if they're not that familiar with ladies' football. Yeah, St. Francis is an amalgamation of two GA clubs, uh, Alan Gales and Ballinaglera. So we're lucky in the fact that we have two pitches. You know, there's a lot of underage with Ballinag or with Alan Gales. Uh, they have a huge amount of teams and numbers. So we generally train in Ballinaglera. Um, the club goes, Ballinaglera then takes in the whole of Dowra. I think it... Um, you know, it borders Cavan, obviously, you know, one of our main players, Ailish, would have given great service to Cavan over the years. And uh, I think there might be one more girl, Rachel McLaughlin, that comes in across the bridge as well. Um, but we are a Leitrim club. Yeah, uh, the two Morans come out from Leitrim Village to play with us. So we're covering a wide area. We don't, you know, we, you know, this is the first year, the biggest panel we've ever had is actually this year, you know, with a, we have a lot of girls come, you know, from 15 years up. Um, so we have a panel of over 30 this year, but we're very conscious that it won't always be that way. So we're trying to push on now when we have a bit of momentum behind us, as you said earlier. You mentioned you've got 30, 35 players in your squad. And of course, that means you've got enough for two teams. And your second team are in action immediately afterwards in Havas with a throw-in at 12.30. And they play Kildregales. I got corrected on that the other day. Kildregales, who are the Division Three champions. What's the expectations going into that? We are in complete bonus territory having a second team. It's the first time St. Francis have ever had a second team. Uh, we, 
you know, I suppose when we at, at, when the decision was made at the start of the year, will we or won't we? It, uh, we obviously had enough girls. We thought to, to fulfil fixtures in Division Two and Division Three, and you know, I think it's fair to say those girls overachieved in Division Three. The idea was to get them out and get them playing football, which is obviously improves them vastly. But they, they, you know, they beat some very, very good teams as well now. And the two teams that beat them, Drumahir and Kildra, were the two teams, you know, first and second in that group. So. A lot of good young footballers, and this can only improve them when they play minor and under 16, you know, with the club later in the year. As regards expectation, it's very hard to know because we're in a situation where we don't really know who we have available. Um, as far as I'm aware, the rules are that whoever we use on Sunday and and subs are out. So, obviously, any girls that starts on Sunday for the senior championship team and subs that come in, you know, that's going to that's going to deplete the, the, the second team chances. But Keeler are a very strong team, but again, we're in bonus territory. It's great to be getting these girls out on the pitch playing championship football. I suppose all you can do is hope that Keeler have a bit of a hangover from last weekend and the celebrations went on a little bit longer than one or two days. Thank you so much for joining us today and the very best of luck for both of your sides on Sunday morning. Thank you, Breffney. Pleasure. Paul, of course, represents just one team in the senior championship of the six sides at that level. Let's go through the actual fixtures for the weekend. Kiltubbard plays St. Francis, as we mentioned, at 11am in Ahavas on Sunday morning. While Glen Carman and Hamilton play Uctra Gales at 11am, same time in Ballinaglera. In the Intermediate Championship, Anaduff face Fina, and they're also an 11am throw in in Bornacula, while Ahawillan and Muhl play at 12.30 in Drumshambo. Kildregales and St. Francis, that's their second team, as we heard Paul talk about. That's immediately after the first game, 12.30 in Avas. So, very exciting time for women's football. I did have a quick chat with one of the exciting talents that's coming out of Glencar Manor Hamilton. One lady who has a very busy weekend ahead of her is Leah Fox of Manor Hamilton. She's playing this afternoon with Sligo Rovers against Cork City in the Under-17 Women's National League. And tomorrow will play for Glencairn Manor in the opening round of the Senior Football Championship. Are you looking forward to the weekend? Yeah, it should be good now. Hopefully coming out on Sunday evening with two wins, we're hoping for. So. How how do you find juggling the two, the soccer and the Gaelic? Yeah, I suppose it's sore enough at the end of the week. But uh, as long as we win and do well, it's worth it, definitely. In terms of the football, obviously you've been with Sligo Rovers this season, part of that under-17 squad. You've done really well, qualified for the top level, and now you face Cork. The first time that they've played each other on that level, how do you think the game's going to go? Yeah, I suppose we don't really know how it's going to go because we haven't played them in before, but um, yeah, looking forward to it. should be a good game. We're in the top half of the group now, so every game's going to be tough. So I suppose it's just good to challenge yourself against them big teams. That's what you want to do every week. Turn to more local matters. You play Uctra Gales in Balneglera on Sunday morning. Big challenge. Be happy enough to, to get a win out of that game? Yeah, I think we'll be delighted with a win. They gave us a bit of a beating in the league and I suppose the championship is different but we'll definitely be looking to get a win on Sunday morning to kick it all off. Well, listen, the very best luck in both games over the weekend. Thanks very much. And that, folks, is that for this week. Thank you very much to today's partner, James McDowell, a personal trainer. Thank you so much for the support. That is all we have time for. We have an action-packed weekend ahead. There's festivals. There's so much sport as well. It's going to be an exciting weekend to be in County Leitrim, and I hope you get out and about, And whether it's to a football match, the Ladies Football Championship, 
or to one of the festivals happening over the next couple of days. Get out and enjoy everything this county has to offer. I'll be back tomorrow with a roundup of all the sports action of the weekend. Talk to you then.